Pickaxe. Everyone. Hello and welcome to Kirsty and Briny's comfort zone. I am Kirsty and I am Briny. Oh and today God. for our special Halloween Ooh. episode, we have gone into a dark, mysterious cave. And what's that we hear in the cave? <laughs> we hear many cats. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> who, who's this? We can see in the distance. Is that? <gasps> Is that a boof? It's boof! Let me out! Let, let me out! <laughs> I'm trapped in a cave! I thought you were going to say that we've gone into a dark, mysterious cave and that is my mind in which all the dreams congregate. <laughs> it is! This is... We're in your dream cave. Oh my god. <laughs> Welcome to my dream cave. It is quite something. You're going to be offered one of those ponchos that you get when you go to um, water parks. Ooh, a log flume. Get, get one of those on uh, and a flashlight and also uh, a whistle so we can find you again. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Just a we can do thing. like a, a Marco Polo. Yeah, <laughs> in my <laughs> dreams. each other. <laughs> <laughs> Just get lost Thank in you there. so much for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Do you, Would you say that you have... Uh, because I've, I've heard about a few of your dreams before. Do your dreams tend <laughs> the towards the, the spooky? or they, they do sometimes, but they're mostly just very, very surreal. They're Ooh. so strange in my dreams that, like, even, even last night's dream, it didn't make much sense. Um, yeah. There was a bit where I fell asleep. Apparently, I'd fallen asleep with a, a hair clipping, and it had embedded itself into my hair and my scalp, and oh, it was just falling out. And I just had like big bits of plastic and gem studs falling out of my head um, no. <laughs> into the bath. And I was like, "It's fine. It happens." <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Eh? <laughs> oh, do you, do you find that you dream a lot? Like, do you? I do. Yeah. I dream. I think I dream more than more than a lot of people, but they're yeah. so strange that it's like it's easy to differentiate from <laughs> from being awake and being asleep. So I just kind of move on with my life. And I'm just like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. this really weird dream. It's just like that they're, they're very fractured. Like there's no real storyline that goes on in them. Usually, it's just yeah. like here's a bit and here's another bit that you're thinking about. Oh, what about this? <laughs> I have that sometimes when I listen back to the recordings of my dreams and it will just be being like, I was here. And then somehow I was here with completely different people yeah. and I was played by Ryan Reynolds. And <laughs> just like, wait, what? That's not a dream. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I find that too. My dreams have been all over the place lately. I, I've not remembered any of them, but I know I've been dreaming every night. Um, yeah. And they've been really bizarre. but not bizarre enough for me to remember obviously so it's good that we have you here today (laughs) bail us out (laughs) we're just gonna try and try and figure out what's going on in my head at certain points in time exactly exactly i did have a nightmare the other night though oh because because i skipped a dose of my medication and it was it was a nightmare that, that is not scary in the least yeah. But it made me feel weird. Oh. And it took me three hours to come back to reality when I woke up. Oh, it's no. that sort of... My dad had ordered pizza. And... Yeah. And it tasted funny. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare to me. It was a nightmare. And I was feeling really unwell. And I was like, oh, oh, this is weird. And then there was like... Um, a staircase, like a spiral staircase in, in a huge thing and there was a wizard there and then the the what was supporting the steps disappeared but the steps were still there and I was chasing this wizard up the stairs (laughs) and I woke up going where's my dad where's that pizza I don't want it I don't want the pizza (laughs) tell him I don't want it do you remember why you were chasing the wizard had the wizard cursed the 
pizza where you and no, like, give me just, my good pizza back give me my good pizza you bastard I have no idea why the wizard was even there and there was a bit where I was driving with my dad to pick up the pizza and it was a very small car and it was night time and there was garlic bread as well and it was it was the garlic bread that I was, th- I was really looking forward to so when I woke up and I was like thinking oh I could have garlic bread <laughs> And for some reason, this made me feel worse than other nightmares or other dreams, which that's so weird. Not having garlic bread is a nightmare. It is. Yeah. (laughs) It is strange how, like, sometimes if you wake up from something that's just like, you know, your typical scary monster jumps at you and you're just like, oh, that's a bit spooky, but then you move on. But it is sometimes just the slightly weird, slightly unnerving things that will stick with you for the rest of the day where you're just like, oh, that's Mm, weird. For sure, for sure, for sure. Like, I I still remember dreams from when I was living with my mum, which was 15 years ago or something, because it was like I could hear a plane that was too close it was like it was going to crash in the field at the bottom of the road. It's terrifying. Oh my god. Where's like one of my like childhood nightmares still I like I still remember it to this day and this must have been about like like just under 30 years ago that I had this dream. Um and all it was was that I was shown around a factory and I was like, "Oh, what a lovely factory tour." I don't remember what the factory was for. And um, then at the end, the guy was like, oh, and one last thing before you leave. And all of a sudden, I'm on a treadmill and I can't run away. And there's oh. a, he opens up a box and there's a small piece of just skin, just flesh in the box. And it floats up and starts chasing me and I can't get away from it. Oh, oh my God. God. And for some reason, that has stuck with me all my life. I'm just like, the tiny flesh. The tiny chasing flesh. Me. Run away from the flesh. Just you want to scare weird. Bryony, just show a bit of skin. Just, yeah, true. <laughs> I'm just very prude, that's all it is. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't want to look at it. Ugh. It was ankle flesh as well. Oh, oh my <laughs> god! Put it away! <laughs> do you have any like childhood nightmares you remember, Kirsty? Yeah, I do. I, uh, I think I've told it before on the podcast, but there was one that I will always remember that was in the first house that I lived in. And I was in the garden... And a giant polar bear came out from like the back door and I was terrified. But then it turned into a big gnome and it fell over. So I was oh like, oh, God. thank God for that. It's not going to get me anymore. So I, I went further into the garden and we had a little brick wall and I looked at the brick wall and there was a cage in it with a dismembered hand, like a disembodied hand. It was just oh. there, kind of like um, the one from the Adams family. It was in the cage uh, and I was just like, okay, that's weird. So I carried on. Uh, and we had like a driveway at the end of the garden uh, that my dad used to get into the shed. And that opened up into a pit of lava. <laughs> and yeah, that, that dream has stuck with me. I must have been... We moved out of that house in 1998. So... <laughs> <laughs> Quite. That's quite a long time to hold that with you. Yeah, literally. And I will never forget that dream. <laughs> it's probably the norm. That's that's the yeah, most unnerving yeah. thing about that for me. <laughs> Firstly, a huge norm. I remember, because I think we moved out of our house in, it was probably 1994 or 95. Mm. And I still dream I'm back there. But yeah. there's one that I dreamt after we'd moved out of that house um and it was in it was it was like i dreamt that i was in that house and i was being chased by a massive tarantula through the house oh my god and it was like it was the size of a dinner plate was this tarantula and it's like i it was chasing me down the stairs and into the living room and i was like oh my god and i was i hated it and i woke up and i kept getting these dreams and my parents realised it was the sort of colour of the lamp next to my bed. Oh, <laughs> so they oh took the gosh. lamp out. But also in that bedroom, I had chosen the worst colour scheme. We had uh, a sort of like a bright burgundy purplish carpet that was very 
very plush. And I'd gone, yeah, you know what will go well with this? Lime green walls. And Amazing. <laughs> a frieze that's got a, got a circus on it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's so yeah. good. This is why you should never let kids decorate their own bedrooms. They're like, yeah, green, yep. purple, clowns. <laughs> it's like my brother, he was obsessed with Transformers uh, back when we were little. So my parents were like, okay, we, they got him this like uh, Transformers wallpaper, covered all the walls in it. And then he, he hated it because at night all he could see was this like, it was very, it was that real like 90s, very noisy wallpaper mm. and it terrified him and he couldn't sleep and they just had Aww. to take it all down again <laughs> oh my gosh Kids. my bedroom yeah. when i was a kid was bright yellow um i had a bright yellow tv i had bright yellow walls uh i would have had bright yellow bed sheets if i could i do now <laughs> live in the dream live in the dream <laughs> This and is I the, think uh, yeah. the, the Pikachu love goes. Yeah, it goes far way back. back. I've always Pikachu wanted yellow. just everything yellow. <laughs> it's yeah. beautiful. I think I used to have. Um, oh, what was it called? Was it like Country Companions or something? Very nice, like watercolor uh, hedgehogs and stuff like that. Oh. It was really lovely. So I had I, I had lovely night sleep. <laughs> I did have bunny wallpaper in Aww. one of my bedrooms. After it was in me and Rosie swept we swept bedrooms. <laughs> so Rosie got the big bedroom and I got the little box room that she sort of had and I had bunny wallpaper in it. And because uh, it, it was hers and it was it was lovely. It was, they were all doing different things on the wallpaper. Oh. I think I slept better in that room. <laughs> yeah but I have the same thing like you say like most of my dreams will take place in the house I grew up in yeah. despite having not lived there for 10 years now yeah yeah me too I guess it's like because it's part of your formative years it sort of just stays in your brain forever yeah, yeah. but yeah I've, I don't think I've ever had a dream about like the flat I live in now I've had I can remember one dream about being in this house and it was that terrifying dream about where I think it's the only time I ever experienced sleep paralysis. And it was that I was lying in bed where I was lying and all of a sudden this doctor just walked in and I knew it was a dream and I was like, I have to wake up. And I was trying to like move to wake myself up. So maybe I'll just stick to dreaming about my parents' house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's probably best. I have dreamt about this house but also, like, houses, I'm like, I know that it's this house, but it looks really weird and different. Mm -hmm. But at the, mm. the dream that I, I woke up and I recorded it, the other, it was like last week or something. And that was, a, that was like in my old, where I used to live in Yorkshire. Yeah. And it was... It was, it's never, I've never visited anywhere in this dream, but I knew that it was back there then. Mm -hmm. But it was yeah. fab. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not scary at all, but I just, I, I, it was a, an interesting one that sort of had flow to it. Yeah. I was like, ooh, fascinating. It's, it's nice when they end up having a little sort of story to them. Yeah. It makes it easier to remember as well. Definitely. <laughs> Like I said, last last night I dreamt there was a bit with the hair clips because I was in the bath and then there was a bit where I was dreaming about the cast of Red Dwarf and it was um, behind the scenes and there was like loads of little shuttles and stuff and I was like, this is really stupid. Why would you build that? And then <laughs> I was on the seafront and there was loads and it was like really stormy and there was loads of foam. You know when it goes all foamy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there was a man in the sea, and he was sitting there, and I was like, mm, "He's not gonna, he's not gonna last long there." <laughs> it's just like three different weird <laughs> bits of dream that had no connection to them in any yeah. way. Oh well, we God. know from experience that bodies of water, oh mean yeah, anxiety, <laughs> they anxiety, <do>. anxiety, <laughs> baby. Because I had. Do you remember that time last year, which you helped me a lot through, where I was having like real, really bad anxiety, just yes. really like 
peaked. And literally every dream I brought to the podcast would be like, I was in a swimming pool. I was in a river. I was crossing a lake. I was <laughs> like, where's the body of water? Here it is. There Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> and if you don't have it, then you start getting anxious. Like, where's my water? Yeah. Where's my water? <laughs> that makes sense. Because I was, I was dreaming that I was in a bath as well. Oh, yeah, like true. That, that was, that, there was a bath and there was, there was the sea. And in this one, there is also a body of water. There's two, oh. actually. Sort oh, of. Boy. <laughs> they're not really bodies of water. They're quite calm things, though. Yeah. So I can I can talk about that if you want to. Yeah. Listen to this. I've got mm-hmm. I've got my dream book, my highly dream book. scientific please, dream book that will please, tell us everything. <laughs> yeah. Please um, interject at any point if you can uh, if you can unravel these dreams. Okay. We'll try our best. Yeah. I apparently had gone to visit my friends up in Yorkshire, where where we all grew up, and where their house was. Um, And it's like, we were in a stately home type place. They didn't live in a stately home. They lived in a big house, but it wasn't a stately home. And we were in the gardens of it, like the grounds. And um, we were walking around and my friend turned into a fish. <laughs> and she was, she was still the same size that she, that she was, five something. And uh, she was a fish. And I had to throw her in a fountain because I was worried that she'd dry out. So there was a fountain there and I threw her in it. And I was like, there you go. Um, and I said, hey, do you want to go visit your old house? So apparently we weren't there. Um, there's somebody at the door. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. Okay. Oh, this okay. is perfect. <laughs> Makes it feel like a spooky tale now. Like there's yeah. somebody at the door. The fish no. is at the door. <laughs> oh. It's like I started listening to this um, podcast that is the voice of Gail from Baldur's Gate, Tim Downey. He does mm. this like folk uh like British folk tales podcast, but the first episode is him talking about spooky things, and I, I didn't realize. So I was like, "Oh, I'll just put it on. I'll get into bed." And um, he started telling the story about like how they took down a wall in his old house, and they found a suit hanging there, and then they heard footsteps the ever since. And I was just like, "Oh, oh my god, isn't <laughs> good listening for bedtime?" Oh, welcome back! I've, re- I've returned. <laughs> my goodness me, I love that my my delivery driver. I'm like. I can't stop to talk. I'm recording. Uh, she, she's like, they're like, oh, don't worry. You're recording. Yeah, don't worry about it. But they love Brenda and Brenda loves them. Oh. So every time <laughs> we end up spending like 10, 15 minutes at the door with Brenda just going, hello, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Very beautiful. Oh, um, sorry about that anyway. This is this is what it's like recording with me every day. It's okay. <laughs> something. So my friend was a fish. <laughs> she 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 was in a fountain. I was like, okay, uh, do you want to go visit your old house? And she was like, yeah, that sounds pretty good. So I picked her up. I was like, let's go. Come on, you fishy. <laughs> me, just me. And um, she so at some point she became herself again. And I was joined. We were joined by her sister, and. We walked through some fields and there was one field that was that it was like um, so steep on this in this field. It was so steep. And then there was more steep hills around it. So I was like surrounded by these looming fields, these hills. And um, they were so high. And we carried on walking down this hill and there was a little we were walking towards the cottage and there was like an alleyway sort of thing with houses tiny cottages on either side and it was um somebody parked their car in the middle of it but it was like (laughs) fenced in I was like how the fuck do you get that out (laughs) how do you get this car out okay and right down on the end um Oh, there was another car there as well. And (laughs) there was like this really like nice sports car there. 
and it was I was like oh it's like it's just like my car it's just like mine and it's just because it had the same sticker on it (laughs) (laughs) it's just like my car we finally came to the end of this little row of houses and there was their old house and it was very it was one of those super old like cottages that are they're, they're white and they're really low down um and it was like one story and it was there was a tree that was almost like growing into the side of it and i was like oh it's it's beautiful this this house i love it and it was right next to a canal um right on the end there and i remember looking down the the canal there was nothing on the other side of the canal oh it was like a big hedgerow or like wall or something that was just blocking it off so it was completely like shaded and there's trees Mm. and stuff it was gorgeous and we sat down outside her house and there there was a toilet there there was a toilet (laughs) and I sat on the toilet and we were just sitting there and I was looking down and it was like so relaxing and it was just such a beautiful thing and then I heard a plop and I was like oh no Oh no, I, c- I hope nobody notice, notices that I've just done a poo in this toilet that's be- that's on the outside of this house that I sat down at. I was sorting out my pairs of pants at that time while I was sitting on the toilet. Yeah. I, brought, I brought all my pairs of underwear and my socks and I brought them with me to sort out and I was folding them in front of my best friends. Um <laughs> And I'm, I'm reading what I've written and what I've transcribed here. Was your friend still a fish at this point? No, she was back being normal. Oh, uh, that's but good. It's like, I have no idea where she was. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was still sorting things out and my hands were really full. And I also had a massive bag of popcorn. Oh. And it was the kind of bag that, you know, when they do it at the cinemas and they change, they, they fill the popcorn things oh, at the yeah. cinema mm-hmm. it was one of those but it had a hole and the popcorn was spilling everywhere <laughs> it was just going everywhere so it was after this point that I'd done I'd done a poo outside a stranger's house and we were sitting there for ages and ages and I was looking down the canal and it was very nice and it was like there was a woman that was walking around and she was looking dead suspicious it was obviously her house and she had um she had something on her head and it was like straw that she'd fashioned into like a like a hat like those straw dollies oh yeah okay um and she had a broom and uh she was sweeping around i was like oh she looks like she's going to start tending to some bees so <laughs> apparently this was her beekeeper outfit yeah <laughs> um I was like, right, we better go then. Um, and she muttered something under her breath. And I said, oh, I don't, I don't know whether we're going to be able to see the elephant. What? <laughs> <laughs> the elephant footbird. That was it. The elephant, elephant footbird. footbird. Oh, my she was. She wanted to see the elephant footbird. And she was angry because we disturbed it. And... I was like, oh, I'm really sorry. We used to live here. Then she was like, oh, that's all right. And she started talking to us as we were walking back. Uh, And I was like, you should have put a sign up. You should have put a sign up saying, like, don't disturb the elephant footbird. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) And and she was like, yeah, well, I did. I did. And... I, apparently I'd said at this point in the recording I love how people are shit to me even in my dreams <laughs> um, so we were walking back and I was thinking to myself I wish this woman would leave me alone and when we started to leave um, oh this yeah when we'd stood up to leave there was like a log and I looked under the log and there was some kittens legs so, so there was some kittens asleep in this log and um, it ha- it was missing a back leg. Like there was another one, and it was missing a back leg, like Candace, the mummy cat. Oh, beautiful, beautiful babies. Um, so 
we walked to the end of this and this woman, I was like, right, I'm just going to start ignoring this woman now. Yeah. And there was like uh, a pier, like a jetty type thing. So obviously we were near water again because we were near a <laughs> harbour. And it was it was like the, the decked floor and there was a thing in the in the centre. You know, like carousels have that very distinct sort of like, they're like hexagonal or octagonal shape and they've got all the very um, ornate decorations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, there was that in the middle and it's very small and there was loads of people crowding around it. And I, I looked on top and there was the elephant footbird. He was <gasps> so I, I'd seen him. I was like, yeah, there he is. Uh, <laughs> and I went underneath and there was loads of taxidermy oh. on show on this thing. On It was like, oh, wow. And there was um, a kitten in a bath, you know, in and there was... Um, a duckling that had like a shower cap on and wrapped in a towel. And then there was there was all sorts. There was it was so Aww. good. Um, my friend was saying something to do with an eagle, and I think she was pointing about the the elephant foot bird on the top. Um, and apparently she scared it off with a laser pointer. <laughs> this, bird, this elephant foot bird, and I was like, right, but yeah, there is. There is taxidermy. And there's two women in the centre of this thing. And around them, there's a glass, uh, another, a second glass circle. And it's spinning around. And I, I look in there and I think, oh, this is really good taxidermy. No wonder they don't have this on, on display. And I realise that it, it, there's like a, a dashend having a sleep and everything's asleep in there. And I realised that they're actually living things that they'd drugged and dressed up. Oh and my God. There. <laughs> and I was like, I I was really mad. I was so angry. There was, oh, there was a kit, taxidermy kitten in a gravy boat, apparently. Oh my God. <laughs> um. <laughs> It was a dashing in an outfit and sleeping kittens and sleeping ducks. And then I instantly got really mad. I was like, you drugged these. What what these horrible women have drugged animals and they're dressed up and putting them in the centre ring. Because there's no way they wouldn't be drugged because there's so yeah. many people around. And they looked, ri- these women, they were like, the, they looked dead miserable. They were the sort of women <laughs> that you see out and they're just like, no. One was really fat and blonde. And... It looked like her face was sagging to the floor. <laughs> and I was like, right, fuck this, I'm leaving. And I remember thinking of, thinking about, like, as I was leaving, should I buy the kitten in the gravy boat? Because <laughs> I really like that kitten in the gravy boat. And then, I, and then I woke up, apparently. It's all very weird because the transcription of my, of my recording doesn't really understand my accent. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is there taxidermy in your magic dream book? I learned there taxidermy be, right? and there, there's nothing under tea. So I was just looking through the animal section to see oh. if there's anything in there. Because I feel like that must be a... It's got to be a, a thing, thing, Like right? another name for taxidermy? The stuffed. 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 Uh, stuffed stuff. I'll look up stuffed. I looked up... Um, do you know what? This sounds really sad. Oh. But I'm sort of happy. Like I'm sort of excited to look up um, poo because we've looked up like piss so many times. Yeah, I'm we've just not really constantly before, pissing in my dreams. But oh, we've yeah. never we've never explored poo before. We've <laughs> never explored poo before. This Very is really exciting. exciting. Nice, <laughs> brand new territory. <laughs> I am always. Doing something on the toilet in my dreams as well, like the dreams where you you're sitting on the toilet and you the the door of the cubicle is like really high up, so they can't see your face, but they can see your body on the mm-hmm, toilet. Mm-hmm. Or you're in a room and the toilet's just kind of on the side there, and you really need to go. So you're sitting there just having a shit. <laughs> I have dreams a lot where I'm on the toilet 
And then all of a sudden I realised that I've accidentally gone live on Twitch. Yeah. <gasps> and I'm that. trying to cover up the fact that I'm on the toilet. I'm just sort of like, hey, everyone, how's it going? I'm, 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 not, I'm not in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having a pool. I promise. <laughs> um, so for fish, it says, I mean, there's nothing about if your friend turns into a fish. <laughs> but it's and says, I'm not interested. <laughs> Dreaming of fish connects with the emotional side of ourselves, but more mm. our ability to be wise without being strategic. Interesting, because so. that's the opposite of what I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you were very smart to throw her in the fountain. I yeah, d- that's true. That was some was quick like, thinking. I don't yeah. want my friend to dry out. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Not seen her in 20 years. The first time I see her, she's a fish. Uh, and I can go straight from fish to feces. <laughs> Hooray! Woo! Wait, is it? Oh my god, is it not under? Oh, it's going to be under something else, isn't it? Oh, I'm going to look up excrement. Excrement. I like you, you. It's under all the the posh words for poop. Yeah. Red poop, guys. Red poop. We can handle it. Is it going to be there? I'm trying to Google <gasps> taxidermy in dreams, but naturally every website says... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Something different. Of course. It's, apparently you have trauma about hunting animals. I do. Um, Honestly, yeah. all, those anim- all those kittens that I hunted. <laughs> oh, yeah. Putting them in a gravy boat. Yep. And the, the elephant foot bird as well. Of course. <laughs> it sets... When we dream of feces or excrement, we are returning to an infant level of expression no. and enjoyment, which I guess is like your childhood friends. So yeah, that makes sense. Oh, oh makes my god! Sense. Oh my god! <laughs> it says experiences we have had may have been relevant at the time, but we now need to let them go, um, like a poo, like a poo. Aww. Well. M- Following on from that, this website that I found, a very, very reliable website probably, uh, says taxidermy in dreams um, can symbolise wanting to hold on to something or someone. It's a desire to keep someone close. So you're dreaming about your childhood friends, you're dreaming about having fun, pooping and wanting to... And hanging on to it as well. And hanging on to it. (laughs) Well, That's interesting, though. The second part of excrement says <laughs> there are certain aspects of our lives which we have used up and need to expel. So maybe oh, there's like no. you're just trying to decide there's some things you need to let go, some things you need to hold on to. And I was sorting through my underwear, which I probably was going like, oh, oh. my God, it all makes sense. It all, <laughs> and actually, it does make sense because I am in the process of trying to like sort out loads of my stuff because I have so much stuff <laughs> I'm like oh I should really get rid of all of this I need to get rid of this and I'm thinking oh but I can't really just get rid of yarn I could just knit it into blankets and give them to like animal shelters instead of just like <gasps> the sleeping animals the sleeping oh. animals in their gravy boats you can tuck it's... them in oh my god <laughs> that is so cute I do I kind of want a gravy boat and do you know I think it's because I went to a shop and there was a, a gravy there was a bisto gravy boat that you could buy and I was like mm, I am actually considering getting a bisto gravy boat <laughs> I really want a gravy boat even though I don't really have gravy on much stuff because we're having I really want to do like a nice cooked meal for friends around Christmas time mm. um, like a little friend must day and I was like I should get a gravy boat to be on the table for all of two seconds before it's used up you should absolutely <laughs> but it'll feel fancy yeah I don't have a gravy boat yeah I just kind of I usually make it in a mug and then and then I try and yeah. pour it over things and then it just goes 
Just do it in a Pyrex and then pour it yeah. on and then that's it. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, I had uh, I had chips and gravy the other night for my tea and I had a microwave pot of gravy that I needed to use up. I was like, yeah, I'll just have that. <laughs> and I was like, this is classy. Microwaving a pot of gravy to put over my chips. <laughs> Well, if you've got a gravy boat, you can microwave it, pour it in the boat, then pour it on. And that's that's fancy. Mm, that is <laughs> fancy. Exactly. That's, that's really fancy. You can do that. So what about, okay, I'm, I'm going to, I'm finding another bit of me dream. What about the sports car that I said that was my car? Oh, oh yeah, because I had the sticker on. Yeah. Mine. I wonder if, what would it be? Vehicle, maybe. Yeah. Uh, vegetables. No, it's not there. I'll look. I'll, maybe I'll just go for a car. Maybe it's just under yeah, car. It could just be under car. Yeah. The book is. Um, I'm surprised some of the things it has in it, and then some of the things it doesn't have in it. Oh no, it is under car. Okay. Is there anything about specifically? My sports? car. Boof's car. My car. <laughs> It says, the car is very often representative of our own personal space, an extension of our being. Mm. So, I wonder, I mean, I guess the fact that you thought like, oh yeah, like my car, I guess, what would that be? If there's someone that is maybe very different, but you still relate to them, maybe. Yeah, that's that sounds... That sounds plausible. Good like, work. This this fast, speedy car, and I'm like, yeah, that's like my car. So this person, I could be like, oh, it's nothing like me, but but really, I'm thinking like, yeah, that's me. I relate to the sticker <laughs> yeah. on that person. <laughs> Do you remember what the sticker was? It was, uh, I think it was either the flame stickers that I have on my car. Uh yeah, I think it probably was the flame stickers. I it have the these... car go quicker. It does. Yeah. And the, the flame stickers on my car, they used to be like neon, but they've sun faded, so now they're pastel. Oh! <laughs> it's very beautiful. Very nice. <laughs> so it does make it go faster, though. It can hit about 60 miles an hour now. Ooh. I think. Ooh. I haven't tried it in a while, though. It's really fast. It also oh. says a car stands for spiritual direction and motivation. Oh, okay. So That's do you want to be sporty, speedy, speedy, <laughs> speedy sporty car? I want. I want to be. I do want to be motivated. Perfect. So that's that. Obviously, what that means, and we know that. I also have anxiety because of all the water that's in the dream. <laughs> so maybe you want to be motivated, but you're fenced in by the oh, anxiety like oh the my car God. was. <laughs> oh my God. Stop it. This is making too much sense now. <laughs> there's so much, there's just so much, there's so much in my dreams. What about like hills and fields? Well, we looked like, up uh, fields in the last episode, because I dreamt that I was in a field with a velociraptor. Oh, yes. But I've forgotten what That's it meant. That's very beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think I've dreamt about hills before as well, but I can't remember what the meaning was. Um... Oh, okay. Hill. It says, see also, mound. Um, it says to be on top of a hill. So you weren't on top of a hill. No, I was in, I was walking, well, I was walking down a hill. Uh... To be climbing a hill in the company of others... Yes. ...often indicates that we have a common goal, that a journey we possibly thought was ours alone is actually connected <gasps> with other people. Oh, my goodness. Oh. I have to ask Becky what her goals are, even though I haven't spoken to her in many years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you say you're walking down the hill? Yeah. yeah. So <gasps> there's a, It says, to dream that we are going downhill would indicate that we are feeling as if circumstances are pushing us in a certain direction. Oh, oh. They, yeah. I kind of think so, probably. Uh, we may be moving from a level of attainment and now feel that with relaxation of effort, we are not so much in control of our own abilities. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. Actually true. <laughs> I could actually, I need to put more effort in. 
etc. Alternatively, I found a website that says to dream of coming down a hill suggests that you've completed your mission that was once oh. blocking you in your life. So, oh, there you go. You've done it. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> you've done you it. Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I remember her sister joined me at some point, but then she buggered off at some point as well. Um, it's so strange. My dreams. What Not gonna going to lie, on? I was expecting the book to say that hills meant tits. Yes. Yeah. I, that's when you said the mound, case. I was thinking, yeah. oh, yeah. Here come. There's a lot of um, Freud would say in this book. There's, yes. If you but, ever dream of uh, trains or hot dogs or... <laughs> anything phallic. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Anything. Just the fact remotely. there was a sausage dog in your dream. Oh, my oh gosh. Oh, my God. You're right. <laughs> there was a sausage dog. And it was asleep, which means that I am not satisfied <laughs> <laughs> because the sausage is not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, in my God. Field, uh, when we dream we're in a field, we're actually looking at our field of activity, what we are doing in everyday life. It may also be a play on words in that it is to do with the feeling state and is to do with the freedom from social pressure. Oh, so maybe the fact that you were like looking over the canal, yes. maybe that was like a, ah, oh, that looks lovely. Away from the social pressure, that looks nice. It <laughs> does, though. That's, that probably, that does actually make a lot of sense. Because I don't, I don't like, nobody likes social pressure. What am I saying? Do you yeah. like social pressure? <laughs> no, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> I am at this, like, I was saying to Kirsty yesterday, I have this roller coaster of emotion going on at the moment because my niece has got her first phone. And on the one hand, it makes me so happy because I've only ever been able to like talk to her through my sister or my mum before. Mm. Whereas now she can just like she sent me a WhatsApp message just saying that she loves me and I cried because I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so cute. But on the other hand, I'm like oh, geez, she's getting exposed to the internet now and that terrifies me. So I'm constantly yes. like, I'm so happy that she's here, but also please don't crush her internet. <laughs> please be kind. Please. <laughs> yeah, that's my, that's my body of water. <laughs> yep. That's my body of water. Uh, yeah, it's very strange. There's some, because I, I dream about hills quite a bit as well. Yeah, um, okay. I remember, I remember another one. I was walking like on the moors, and it was quite stormy. At least in this dream, it the weather was very clement. It was lovely. Yeah. Um, like I just remember being quite at ease with the situation that was mm -hmm. going on, even the annoying woman. <laughs> I love um, how you were just like, she's awful. I'm, I'm leaving now. I'm, I'm leaving. Going. This woman is a bitch. We <laughs> just wander around outside her house. I don't know if I'm ever aware of what the weather is of my dreams. I've never thought about that before. Ooh. I don't think there's ever weather. It's very neutral. Mm. Yeah, I think usually there's not a lot of weather going on. But I remember it being quite warm and, and summery. You know, like where you see the haze of like loads of different little insects floating around and mm -hmm. there's like pollen in the air. It felt yeah. like that, which mm. is a very relaxing thing. Yeah, that's nice. And sometimes it's stormy. I think most of the time my dreams are inside, but I did have that dream a while ago, didn't I, Brownie, with like a big storm with loads of wind. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think unless it's really bad weather, I don't really pay attention. That's probably fair enough. I've looked up birds. Oh. I mean, there's not an elephant foot bird. <laughs> then it's probably irrelevant. <laughs> But as a general bird's rule, it says birds in dreams usually represent freedom, imagination, <gasps> thoughts and ideas which by nature need freedom to be able to become evident. That's very poignant. Isn't so you it? need to free your elephant footbird. <laughs> Just like I freed my poop into the toilet. Yes. yes. <laughs> There's a lot of letting go, isn't there? There's a lot of ideas and letting go and yeah. figuring out sorting. And <laughs> it's, it's very true, though. I think, wow, you've got to hit, we've got to hit the, 
figuring it out, figuring out my dreams for me. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a scary dream, though, is it? It's not really one of the the Halloween ones, but at least it's a dream. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. They don't need to be scary. No. Not at all. The anxiety is scary enough. That's (laughs) so true. (laughs) The real horror... The real horror is life itself. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) There was one thing I was thinking about when you were describing the canal in the dream. Uh, It just made me think about, you know, when um, you're playing a game and there's just an invisible wall. As soon as you said about that, it's just like, oh, there's nothing on that side, just the hedge and stuff. I was like, that's the invisible wall. That's where I want to explore. And the game's just like, no, you couldn't climb over a hedge. I'm like, I can, though. (laughs) You can't jump over that. Step. (laughs) I'm like, come on. Do you find that you, when you're thinking about a dream, it connects to another dream that you haven't thought about in years? Yes. I sometimes think I've had a dream more than once and I'm like, did I just dream that I had dreamt it before or did I actually have it before? I get that too. I've literally, it's reminded me of, it was like I was staying in a woodland sort of, uh, it was like Airbnb, like, you know those little shepherd's huts? I think it was something like that. Yeah. And then it was in the Lake District and there was a festival and there was a big bloody bouncy castle that i had to stay in that was my that was my place to stay and i was really it was weird it's not something that i can remember well enough to talk through but yeah they all blend together don't they the dreams yeah they do for sure for sure that is strange do you dream in first person or third person (gasps) oh or something else (laughs) It's hard to tell. Top down. It's very hard. To, I, I dream. I, I dream where I just kind of know it's happened. Yeah. I think I'm in. I'm in first person most of the time. Okay. But then sometimes I'm looking at myself, or I just kind of know that it's happening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's very weird. That's something that I haven't thought about in a while. Yeah, and it, it's something that we ask a lot of people like when they come on the podcast because I think me and Bryony are different, aren't we? Like I'm usually third person, Bryony's usually first person. Yeah. Do you dream in colour? Yeah. Do you dream? That's a song. <laughs> um, I do too. But there was a time we were reading about back in when films were in black and white, a lot of people used to have black and white dreams because that was like how they consumed story Maybe. sort of thing yeah, yeah. Mm. that's really weird i'll have to i have to ask my mom like whether she dreamed like when she had black and white telly i wonder if she dreamed in black and white yeah. my mom's dreams are as mad as mine are she has, <laughs> she has we i think it must be genetic we have the strangest dreams and she, i can't remember what she she, she dreams about but she's sometimes she's being crushed and she wakes up and it's a cat on her tummy. Oh, Chonky's a very big girl though. Big so boy, no wonder. Her name is Chonky. For goodness sake. <laughs> she's got a reputation to uphold. She she dreams that I sometimes she dreams that I'm I'm having a baby and it turns out that it's a kitten and she's relieved. Aww. <laughs> she dreams Aww. about kittens quite a lot and she dreams. Oh, oh, last you night had kittens in your dream. I did. Gonna look up kittens. Look up kittens while I tell you about the the dream that shit my mom had the other night, which was very funny. She dreamt that we heard I heard an ice cream truck, and I wanted an ice cream, so I went and laid down in in front of it or something. <laughs> I laid down in front of an ice cream truck. Uh, where was it? She wrote it down to me. She said, it, that was a weird dream. I'm still in it today. Must have been the melatonin. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's still dream like, oh my God. She, she, this is talking about it for ages. It's not even oh talking about it. It's just pictures of cats. Perfect. And pictures of her with her glasses on. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a cat, but it doesn't have kitten. Well, if you read about cat we can sort of like make it small yeah, yeah. i'll read it make in a slightly small. higher pitch 
Yeah. <laughs> um, it says, oh, it does have a section for baby animals, though. So I wonder if we combine the two. <gasps> yeah. Because baby animal says the dreamer will be dealing with the childlike side of his or her personality. And then cat mm. says to dream of cats is to link with the feline sensuous side in human Ooh. beings, usually in women. Oh, of course, in women, sexy women. Uh, it says sexy the women. elegant, but also the powerful yet overly self-sufficient aspects of women may also be perceived as the cat, bloody women with their independence. <laughs> uh, is it women because of pussies? Oh, it, maybe. it says goddesses such as Bast, the Egyptian cat goddess, are usually um, represented as having two sides to their nature, one devious and one helpful. Ooh, so the cat often denotes women. the capricious side of the feminine. That does make sense. It just reminds me of capricious. a thing. Have you ever met someone who thinks that all dogs are boys and all cats are female? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh. I guess it's that. Poor Tabs. Yeah. Tabs, <laughs> you little girl. Poor Tabs. Oh, Keith. <laughs> I, we did think that one of our kittens was um, was a little a little a little girl. Before he, we took him to the vet, and it turned out that he was a little boy. We called him Jasmine uh, for ages, but then we took him to the vet, and my mom was like, "He's Basil now. He's Basil." <laughs> yeah, apparently, I was laying down in front of an ice cream van because I wanted ice cream, and my dad had to give me money to to have an ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was still the age that I am now. Maybe she never she never specified this. Yeah. Oh my gosh! My I I get it about like dreams sort of being hereditary in a weird way because me and my mum often dream about uh, jewelry, like losing jewelry Ooh. or collecting jewelry and stuff like that. My mum is constantly waking up like, "Where is where's my necklace? Where's my rings?" Whereas I'm in my dream like with a bag, like piling stuff into it, just like I don't want to lose all of this. It needs to go in there. <laughs> Oh my god! My mom used to wake up thinking that she'd swallowed something. Oh, oh my god! She, she had night terrors for ages, and she would she would wake up screaming and stuff. And it turns out that she had sleep apnea, so she couldn't oh no. breathe. Oh jeez! So now, now she has a fun little mask on that looks like an elephant, uh, <laughs> and uh, Chonky does not like it. Oh, Chonky yeah. hates Chonky hates the sleep apnea mask. She, she doesn't want to sit near ladies. She's like, oh no, I'm not going near you. Oh, yes. Does it make a noise as well? Is that it yeah? Does. They're quite it's loud. Sort, yeah, odd and it's like cats. it's got like a, a hy- hydration thing so that she doesn't dry out. Oh, <laughs> like a fish. <laughs> Mist, it's got misting features. Oh my god! I was trying to think. I'm always dreaming about weird stuff. Oh, I just went into a, a dream hole. Then do you know when you're thinking about a dream? And you get so into thinking about the dream that you go back into the dream and then real life stops happening for a minute. <laughs> and you forget where you're going. Oh my, this is this is good for the podcast. Live it dreaming. Is. Live <laughs> dream. Dream hole exploration. <laughs> it, it's like I guess it's daydreaming. Yeah. If we're gonna be if we're gonna be specific. But I lo- then I lose track of where I am and what I'm doing. I oh, always no. fear when, if I have a daydream, and then Alex will be like, what are you thinking about? And I'm like, oh, geez, I don't know if you're ready for the answer for this, because it's <laughs> usually something very strange that he'll be like, okay. okay. I think he's used to it. Yeah. Come on. I think he's used to it. I'm always just trying to explain my dreams to people. They don't make any sense, because they're so scattered. They're all over the place. Have you ever dreamed about ghosts? Yes. Oh, what have. do they mean? Oh, oh, God, I don't, I don't know. know if we've ever looked up ghosts. I, I think the mm. only time I ever really got like sleep paralysis was when I was a kid, and I woke up and I could just see like shadows of ghosts in my room, um, and I couldn't move because oh. I wanted to turn the TV on just to like drown them out with light, but yeah. I couldn't move to reach for my TV remote. But it happened again, and I did manage to break out of it and turn the TV on. Thank God. But yeah, that was terrifying. But. I had another dream once where um, a guy in the community, like a friend, uh, he 
was in my bedroom doorway with a sheet on it covered in melons. <laughs> what? <laughs> His username is Melancholy. Um, for anyone oh. know Melancholy, you might know Melancholy as well. I yeah. do, yeah. Um, yeah, so I dreamt that Melon was standing in my doorway with a sheet covered in melons pretending to be a ghost. And I woke up screaming. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Terrifying. I just remembered one of the scariest dreams that I, it's a recurring dream that is so scary to me. And it's that I've forgotten that I have a pet and I <gasps> haven't fed it in yes. a decade. I have this dream all the time. I'll be yeah, like... Yeah. Oh my gosh! I didn't. When did I last feed a cat? It's been months since I fed a cat. My cat must I be have dead that now. With rats, yeah. I'm like, oh god! I've got like five cages full of rats, and I've forgotten to feed all of them. Yeah, and I left the door open, and they're running around. Oh, because I dreamt that I. It's usually a hamster with me. It's usually my hamster that I've, I'm like, oh my god, I haven't fed him in ages, and I look in the in the cage and it's like really messy there is food but he's still alive and i'm like i'm so sorry and it's the most heartbreaking thing Aww. and the other night it was a rabbit and a guinea pig that i had but maybe it was more rabbits yeah and they were they were in a run in the back garden of my old house and apparently my mom had been looking after them so it wasn't as bad but i felt so guilty and it keeps happening where I'm like, oh my God, I haven't fed this hutched animal. That is like, yeah, that's one of my go-to stress dreams is yeah, same. being a bad animal mum. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's, I think that's one of the, because it, it's so sad and it's so heartbreaking. And it, I do miss, I miss him. Yeah. I miss that little hamster that I had. He was, he was brilliant. He was so good. He just stuffed his cheeks full of my my wraps that I had and then just <laughs> wandered off. Bye then. He just ate he ate my t-shirt and just wandered <laughs> off again. <laughs> Love that little man. I do get yeah. the like fear when cuz then I like fostered a hamster recently. Yeah. I was like because I'm not I'm like out of the like rhythm of looking after a hamster. I'm like what if I do just forget? One night, I just forget to do anything. And obviously hamsters, they store a lot of food. So you could leave them for a night and they would be okay. But it's still that fear of like, what if I did just forget? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What if I forgot? And it's like, it's not in your nature at all to forget these things. Yeah. Because you guys especially, you're very in tune with... Animals like come above everything else. So it's like, if if you're not paying attention to an animal... That's 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 not you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I guess it's made slightly easier with Tabs just bapping you in the face. True. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't cats let me are forget. A lot easier. They will <laughs> let you know. Yeah. They will tell you if you're not looking. And if they if you're not looking after them and they're an outdoor cat, they go somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like cats have two or three homes sometimes. My mom has a cat that comes around to visit called Severus and he's just always in. He's always asleep on Ozzy's bed and he's always getting his dinner and it's like he goes around other places and stuff. He's not their cat, but he is also their cat. <laughs> he's Schrodinger's cat, but also like in the, in the other sense. Yeah. I think my mum's cat does that. Like there have been times where he hasn't come back for like two days and she's messaging me like, where is he? He's never coming home. I'm like, mum, he's in someone else's house. He's just chilling. <laughs> oh, he's, that's, that's the thing. If they're missing that. Keith went missing for over 24 hours and it was he was locked in my neighbor's house. And I went Aww. in and he was terrified of this man. Hopeless. Oh, big man and he was hiding behind a curtain I was like Keith this is what you get for wandering into people's houses <laughs> <laughs> you daft bugger man and it was like 11 o'clock at night I got a knock on the door saying uh, you're, I think your cat's in my house Aww. I was like, oh. okay my son <laughs> my poor boy oh Boopy. my gosh this is one of the nice things about having just the bunnies in their room and I'm like, I know where you are. Because I always fear that, in like... His, in his room? Yeah. <laughs> Playing on his PlayStation. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What a good boy. I don't think I could handle cats. I think I'd be too, like... I always think if ever I do become, like, a, a mum, I know I will try not to be, but I'm going to be the, like, 
over worried like you must be in the house by this time because I'm <laughs> such like a I just the idea of them being out I'm just like oh I, I couldn't handle much. an outdoor cat yeah I would I would lose it I need my I, boy here with me I frequently lose it I'm like, where are they? <laughs> I worry about... There was a stray cat that I have not seen in ages and I worry about him. Like, but now that my cats are a bit older, I know that they don't want to go outside as much. Yeah. They're pretty, yeah. They're pretty relaxed. They're always around. And they like it here, which is nice. Aww. Yeah. But I do still worry. And I worry about other people's cats because I see other cats around. I'm like, oh, I hope you don't go wandering off places. There's a cat that... He must wander so far because I've got, I know people from streets away that see him. And yeah. he's got crossed eyes and his name is Timmy. But Aww. I call him Boz Boz. I call him the boss because <laughs> he's got, he's got boss eyedness. <laughs> Timmy, I love you, son. You're amazing. If Shout you're out to Timmy. If you listen, Timmy, I think you're great and I hope you're doing well. <laughs> Because he just came into my house and started rolling around. Because there was catnip on the floor. And he was... I have a picture of him in my kitchen, like, looking through my shopping bags. I'll have to show you. <laughs> Pretty brilliant. I even get anxiety about pigeons. Because if ever I see a pigeon, like, going close to someone for food, I'm like, I hope that pigeon knows to look after themselves and they're not going to go too close to people. Because there's yeah. bad people out there, Mr. Pigeon, you look after yourself. Like, I'm scared to feed pigeons in case me teaching them to trust makes them trust the wrong person one day. <laughs> yes. That's and a it, that's a good worry to have, though. It's very sensible. It's like when you see, oh, there's loads of seagulls here. So if, if there's a baby seagull wandering around, I'm like, oh, don't walk into the road. Get out of the road. And I'm slowing down for them. Yeah. Baby, see, I I got told off by my neighbours because I kept feeding the seagulls, <laughs> <laughs> and it came in my house. And I was like, "Look at him, he's a son. He's my new boy." As <laughs> one of our vets at work used to get really annoyed because people would bring in seagulls and it would get labelled as like a stray seagull, and they're like, "There's no such thing as a stray seagull. It's just a seagull." <laughs> stray seagull. <laughs> whose whose son is this? Whose seagull is this? <laughs> Going, Somebody come and collect him, please. Have Somebody... you seen this boy? <laughs> Have you seen him? He's very nice. <laughs> like well, chips. My chickens were stray. And I, I adopted them Aww. from the vet. They were just like, do you want a chicken? And I said, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, a stupid question. <laughs> of course oh, I, I want a chicken. I wish I could look after chickens. For the longest time I was scared of chickens and now I absolutely love them. That... Very, it's a weird thing because if you don't know what they're thinking, because you don't know what they're thinking, yeah, what's going on? When I was at the RSPCA, most of the chickens we got were very angry. They they were not very happy chickens. Mm. They just my, wanted to beat you up. <laughs> I, my rooster was an angry little man, but he looked. It was only he was angry because he loved his little hen. Yeah, and he was protecting her. And yeah. I didn't know he was a rooster when I got him. He was that poorly. He looked like a chicken. Aww. And then he grew up and started crowing. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Yeah. And he would like peck at the cats that were running past. <laughs> we had a big boy um, who came in. He was huge. He was like a little beach ball. Um, and he was called Cluck Norris. Oh. And he he had really bad legs. Like he had... Uh, I think he had Bumblefoot, maybe? Yeah. Um, we had to like rub Vaseline all over his feet. But he hated it and he hated being touched. So we'd have to chase him with a towel to try and get him. Oh, <laughs> my God. And he would just try and kick you all the time. <laughs> he was very angry. But eventually he got home with a bunch of a bunch of chickens and he mellowed out because he had a little um, little group harem. of girlfriends. Yeah, yeah. He had a little harem. Um, and then he's having a lovely time now. Bless him. I had to take my chicken, my little hen, to the vet and... He would not be happy if he didn't go with her. So I had to put him in with her. They were they were bantams. They were really tiny. So it was, they were both fit into one cat carrier. And I took I had to take him to the, the vet because her eye was all sticky. Um, 
And this was after they, I had to give them antibiotics to try and get rid of their sneezing. They had little little colds. But she had a sticky eye and it turns out that she had chlamydia. Oh, no. Oh, no. So my chickens had chlamydia. It's oh, so dear. common with birds, isn't it? Because I was yeah. always thinking whenever we got um, parrots are very susceptible to chlamydia. Mm. And I was always thinking like, imagine if I like, caught it off them and then trying to explain that to your husband like no honestly darling it was the it, i touched a parrot like <laughs> it was the parrot oh, where is your killing <laughs> oh oh dear dear oh dear well do you we feel like been... we got to the bottom of your dream at all? <laughs> i think you did actually i think that i've got a lot of sorting out to do to get to the bottom of things. I need to let things go. And I also need to put some effort in to realise my dreams because there are some things that I have dreams about, literally and figuratively. Yeah. Aww. And also that we all have the stress dreams about animals. Yeah, yeah, we do. Been enlightening. Thank you very much. Well, thank you so much for for joining us and yeah, letting us into you. your dream hole. <laughs> Come into my dream hole. <laughs> I'll have to. I'm gonna have to keep recording them so I can remember them better, and then I'll come on again and go through some more. You're welcome back Yay. on anytime. Anytime. Yes, definitely. Thank you. Um, where can people find you? In other than inside the dream hole. Um, <laughs> I do streaming on the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash boof. I also have a YouTube called Soft Focus, which you can find where I talk about movies and things. And I have another podcast. Is it cheating if I have another podcast? No, not it's at all. It's called Yomp. And I, I talk about movies on that with my friends Simon and G. Um, it's Ye Old Movie Podcast. Nice. Yum. One day um, we'll have to do a crossover episode where we talk about dream movies. Movies, <gasps> yeah. There are so movies. many. There are so many. <laughs> yeah, there's this one should. called Dreamscape, which is kind of like um, there's a guy trying to murder the president inside his dreams. Oh my god. Ooh. Great. We have to do a, you... a comfort yomp. A, a yomp zone. A comfort yomp. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for joining us and thank yes. you Kirsty for chatting as always and thank you Bryony and thank you Boof thank you Kirsty thank you Bryony and until thank you everybody next time bye bye for now bye 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 bye